This is episode 621 for June 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a ukulele cover of the Spider-Man theme song. It's by a YouTuber by the name of Navish, N-A-V-I-S-C-H. A very cool rendition, I thought of that. Before we get on with the news episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a public thank you goes out to Robert, JR, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Josh, Mohammed, Laura, Noah, Frederick, Walter, Charlotte Spider, Kelly, Matt, Vinkman, Sailor Sega, Craig, Andrew, Michael K, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for you. Haskimo, Patrick, Will, Symbiobro, Dowd, JB, Jay, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, John, Bob, Datboy, Eric, Curtis, and Donnie. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they said, you know what, I like what you're doing, uh, keep doing more of it. And also, they got a lot of perks for it. They got uh, every episode two weeks earlier than the public's released. They also get exclusive episodes, like the uh, one we just recorded, called uh, Who is Kindred? Mark Alford had some charts and graphs, and we figured out who he is at the very end of the episode, or at least we tried to. Uh, that's a good episode. Another exclusive Patreon episode is where we do a um, DVD commentary of Amazing Spider-Man 2 with the panel, which was hysterical. Again, one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, gang, let's get on with the news. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our Spider News, and let's introduce the panel. We've got JR Goddamn Monster. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Jr.? Well, I tell you, you know. Hello, everyone. What's Can't going wait on? to talk Hello. about real things other than Gog. So yeah, no doubt. We've got uh, George too legit to knit. Bearman, what's going on? Yeah, like too legit, just like, too legit to quit. Yeah, except, hey, hey. except instead of quit, it's 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 knit. knit. That, huh? Yeah. Were you a big Hammer fan back in the nineties? No. Who was? I was. I liked the Hammer Time. I, he had like one. He, he had like what? One or two hits, and then he did like an Adams Family song, and then just kind of effed off. That Adams Family song. I was more. I was more in a digital underground. Oh, I like. I was. That. I, I was a Humpty Dance kind of guy. Did you once get busy in a Burger King bathroom, George? <laughs> I like my oatmeal That's lumpy. I like my oatmeal lumpy. Yeah. I love that song. I love that digital <laughs> underground. It's one of the best songs ever <laughs> made, dude. The Humpty Dance. It's your chance to do the hump. Come on, JR. Do a Spider Man push up. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ashley is in the house. What's going on, Ashley? Hey. Have you heard of Digital Underground? Are you familiar with the Humpty Dance song? Y'all are setting me up for this. I just told you I'm bad with music. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. She, I don't even know if she was born when that song came out. She wasn't. I'm, treat That's me like, like 89, Rogers of music. I'm like, I don't understand that reference. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. Time out. What's time wrong? Out. What's wrong? Time out. 
no, people don't get to use the, I wasn't even born when that thing happened. <laughs> I wasn't okay? even because, because look, I, I was born in 72 and I've listened, I, I, I've listened to music from the twenties. Yeah. I listened to journey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I can't, I don't know where her musical, where her, Why is that where funny? her parents, like, like my dad always made us listen to like everything. Cause he was a DJ, but oh, I can't necessarily cool. say that for Ashley. That's, and and that voice was Kelly. Everything. What's going on, Kelly? Yeah. Hi, I'm good. I'm excited. <laughs> I got a scoop. She does have a scoop. Something other websites don't have. She has a scoop. I like yes. it. We've also got dark, dark Humpty Dance Mark up there. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, sir? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm good. Let, let everybody see your shirt. I love your shirt. If you read his articles, you see at the bottom, he always credits his sources. He does. The Credible Hulk right there. Because you're a teacher and you like to teach kids to cite their sources. Don't put anything on the internet without a valid source. Yep. Exactly. Isn't that good, isn't that good reasoning? All right. So, Kelly, we're starting yeah. with this. A big thing happened. Yes. Non-Spider-Man related, yeah. but it could be Spider-Man well, related eventually. Slightly. DC said after 25 years, goodbye to Diamond. Take yeah. me through this. This so is the letter. It, yeah. Yeah, that's the letter. So it seems like Bleeding Cool seemed to have report were the first to report this, but now it's it's gone all the way to like variety and Hollywood yes. reporter. Mm -hmm. It is a major, major thing. Um so DC Comics is severing ties with Diamond. Starting mid-June, they are going to be publishing with Lunar and UCS, aka Midtown and DCBS. Um, and AKA your local comic book shops competition, because yeah. they are mostly mail order uh, subscription services. This is kind of baffling to not just most comic book readers, but to your comic book shops, because this is, they had problems with this back in April when it was supposed to be quote unquote temporary. And they didn't really like the fact that they had 72 hours to give basically all of their information their customers information to to their competition which could in return possibly cause you know it it causes diminishing sales for yeah. your comic book shop so it's right now everyone's kind of being very reminiscent of marvel in the 90s with mm -hmm. this when they bought out heroes uh, world. Heroes, yeah, world. heroes world and you know within a year from them buying out heroes world we lost almost all the dis distribution companies except for Diamond. Mm -hmm. So people are worried for Diamond. They're afraid that Diamond's going to have to shut its doors. Um, this is the worst possible time. Mm -hmm. And now comic book shops, the newer new thing today is comic book shops are kind of fighting back. And yeah. places like Mile High Comics is running a DC Sucks sale. Yeah. 50% <laughs> off all DC. And the code is DC Sucks. Yeah. Um, so it's... I think ultimately this is going to be, this is this is DC Comics shooting themselves in the foot. They're biting the hand that feeds them, and they're not thinking things through. Mm -hmm. So as much as I know everyone's kind of worried about what this means, and I know some people are like, oh, this is a direct war against Marvel. Right. It's really just DC. It, it's really the new people looking over DC Comics from Time Warner not understanding what to do. And mm -hmm. they... And then I think it's Midtown being a little greedy um, because they're struggling. They were mm -hmm. at the epicenter of all like 
for the U.S. of all of this because they they're, they're mm -hmm. sitting in New, New York. York. Yeah. Um, so I think ultimately this is just everyone scrambling because everyone's had really bad sales due to the pandemic and no one's thinking things through versus like Marvel, they moved what they could to digital. They're, they're delaying things. They're trying to push things out yeah. to try and make it manageable without, you know, without being too, too scrambly. Yeah. This is going to be hard. Um, one, one thing I like to look at is always pros and cons of yeah. what, what this move is. The pros, I think competition is a good thing. I think after 25 years, Diamond uh, has been in the in the back saying, you know what? We're the only game in yeah. town. Uh, a con, but big con for me, is the comic book shops who are already strapped for cash will mm -hmm. have to pay a second <laughs> shipping fee to get their books. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Also, though, it's the fact that like if Midtown decided to stop their mail order and only be a distribution company, then I would count that as true competition. Mm -hmm. Right now, this is more undercutting like it's not only competition for diamond it's also competition for your local comic book shops right and it's like target having to get their supplies from walmart is a if yeah. you put it, like your biggest competitor is now where you get your your supply from yeah it's so, it's just it's not a you, fair fight do you think there's more pros or cons to this kelly i think like i said i think there's more cons um but i'm also you know, I'm I'm old school nerd. I like going to my comic book shop. I'm sure people that normally get theirs, you know, mail ordered or don't mm -hmm. like going into a comic book shop don't see the big deal. But I, I do think it just it does feel very reminiscent of that 90s situation. Yeah. So it's like what in in about three and a half, four years, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. DC will probably have to say my bad. Mm -hmm. And we'll go from there. So you don't think that it'll be long-term you think it'll be, it's an experiment that will fail and they'll go back. Yeah. Um, let's open it up to the panel. Who has some thoughts on this one? Well, me, you and Jr. <laughs> and Alford, I, yeah. four six of the two thirds of this panel lived through this, but when it happened the last time, um, but, uh, no, I, cause we've talked a lot about before, especially Jr. And I, about how print is dying. Print is dying off. Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, I, I think COVID kind of exacerbated things for the death of print and also the death of the of the movie theater as we know it. Mm. AMC is about to go under, man. Yeah, AMC was like, dude, we, we're about to go under. And I'm like, oh, dude, you charged $20 for a type of popcorn. Here's, here's the world's tiniest violin playing for you right now, <laughs> AMC. Uh, which is sad because I've got a lot of nostalgia for AMC. I, I remember seeing a, a lot. of. There were times back when... Uh, I would go to a, a Lone Star Comics here in North Texas, get my comics, and then I would go and I would take my comics to the movie theater uh, and see a movie and then read my comics after the movie, like outside waiting for a uh, grown-up to come and pick me up. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, that was young George. Today's George says, suck at AMC. You've made your bet. <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, we, but we talked about this before, and when I, when I first heard about this, to me, I started thinking – what I wonder if this is, is that DC knows the same thing too. It, 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 it's something that people don't want to talk about, but it's, it, it's, you know, it's like not talking about the elephant in the room. Print is dying. Print has been dying for a very long time. It's going to continue to die. Eventually print's just going to go away. I think DC is looking at this and maybe trying to figure out an angle where they can try to maximize as much money as they can before it finally just dies out altogether. 
But I, I just don't see how this is going to actually ma maximize their profit on it, though. That's my thing, because they're going, they're splitting, essentially, they are splitting the cost between two publishers, because where it used to be Diamond would handle stuff, now it's going to be, if it's going to be a trade or going to be a larger situation, it's going to be with Penguin. And then your single issues are going to go through Midtown. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that I think it's going to have the effect for him. I'm saying yeah. that I, I'm wondering if that was the overall motive. I, I, I don't think it's going to be effective for him either way. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, uh, I, I do wonder if that's maybe what's what's precipitating. When we when I talked yeah. about uh, competition is good. One one early competition I, I saw was when uh, people were getting their books from Midtown and uh, uh, DCBS. Mm -hmm. Diamond didn't pack them. They didn't put any yeah. packing peanuts in it or wrap them in, in uh, puffy, what, what yeah. are those things called? The, uh, air bubbles. Yeah. Uh, they just put them in a box and good luck. Well, the, and, and you said this earlier, you know, about how competition is a good thing. And that's especially, it's especially good for the consumer. Yes. Uh, because when, you know, if it's not good for a company, if the company cannot adapt to the competition, you know, I mean, like, if you want to look at, like, uh, examples where competition works, look at the airline industry. You know, I mean, like, that's very competitive uh, for, mm -hmm. for ticket fare, you know, and that works for the in, in the consumer's benefit. But when you when you only have, like, one company, like, the, like being the, the hub for a thing for, like, oh, I don't know, decades and decades, uh, their customer service eventually starts to reflect reflect that. Their customer service yeah. takes on yeah. a tone of, oh, you're lucky you have us. If it wasn't for us, you wouldn't have any damn comics. So maybe just STFU and do what we say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and because I've talked to a lot of retailers over the last 20 years, actually going back further than 20 years, who are like, boy, I would really like for Diamond to die in a fire. Well, because, I think they're, they're jackholes. They act like idiots. Yeah. Well, I also think, too, though, and I guess maybe we'll see how, you know, how this works. But there's also the fact, too, though, that when you have nobody else to blame, you just blame them for everything because <laughs> they're the only ones. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not really their fault and it's something like USPS messed it up or some act of God, it's Diamond's fault, even right. though it probably isn't Diamond's fault. Um, I do want to mention this quote I pulled mm -hmm. from, um, from one of the articles, which was from Ryan Seymour of Comic Town in Columbus, Ohio. They were like, they're handling this about as well as Captain Hook being a proctologist. There has been no transparency or heads up. And at times it felt like we have been lied to. And that's, I think that's the main thing on why yeah. this leaves such a bad taste in everybody's mm -hmm. mouths. Because if DC handled this appropriately and was like, hey, we're going to change this in six months time, we're going to do this. What it no. feels like, honestly, is they, they got upset that Diamond shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, during all of this, because they, I guess they wanted to keep things going, even though most comic book shops had to also close. Like, it's almost like they're not thinking straight, and they're just they're thinking, "Oh God, we're losing money. We've got to do this. This is horrible." And that's where it's like you're missing the point of everybody had to go through this. So mm -hmm. maybe work with everybody and do things appropriately, and not make things harder on the comic book shops that are basic. You know, basically the one thing that has kept you running this entire time and you're just screwing them over and it's made, it's almost good. It's almost now going to be harder to get DC comics physically because most comic book shops are already going to be mad. So they're only going to get the minimum. So unless it's in your pull list, you're not going to probably mm -hmm. be able to just get it off the shelf. 
it's not not uh, no casual buying or looking through yeah. the covers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, this the, and this again, this may this may backfire on DC because suddenly there may be a lot of people who were marginally reading DC and suddenly wake up and realize, you know what? It's not it's it's, it's yeah. not all that good to have to like you know figure out another way to get them. George, yeah. is this so good? Are there more pros or cons of this deal? Like I asked Kelly. Um, depends on who you are. I would say. Uh, actually, I think overall for everybody, it's probably a con. Uh, but at the end of the day, I also don't think it matters because it's, yeah. it, I, 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 I'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see if we even have like another three, four years of, of print comics. What happened? We straight digital at four bucks a pop in, in, in that. Yeah. Scenario? It'll, it'll be straight digital, but it'll be more than four bucks a pop. Yeah. Uh, it, the audience is going to shrink when it goes to pure digital and they're going to jack up the price. Wow. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Jr. what's your thoughts on this deal? I don't know. Really, in a way, I don't feel qualified to, to comment too much on it. Uh, I wonder what your uh, buddy Eddie uh, D'Angelini thinks. He would probably have uh, probably the most informed opinion on yeah. this. Um, yeah. He, he did kind of talk about how the shipping sucks and he doesn't yeah. know what the discounts are. And anyway. Yeah. He, I mean, I don't see this as being a good thing for comic shops that were under, you know, operating under a thin margin anyway. Uh, now, I've, I mean, that was essentially one of the things. I mean, the whole Heroes World thing, Heroes or Hero, Heroes World was mm -hmm. completely unsuited for the task. I mean, you know, I mean, technologically and everything. I mean, yeah. you know, whenever there was a delay, people would call and it blew out their entire phone system because they didn't have enough air conditioners or whatever. I mean, just the Heroes Realm thing, everything that could go wrong uh, did. Not, not, it, not Heroes Realm, Heroes World. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Although, although you could say the same for Heroes Realm. Uh, but, uh, no, he, so Heroes, actually kind of what this reminds me of in a little bit, though, is uh, remember th when uh, Marvel uh, could only make eight titles a month? Or ship yeah. eight yes. back in the seventies yeah. or late sixties. Yeah, because I think I think DC or Warner's or the, the, whoever published DC had control over it. That's why Marvel oh, the couldn't. New uh, yeah, yeah. That's why Marvel couldn't. So why you know Iron Man and Hulk or whatever always had to show up at Tales to Astonish or something like that. Right. Because at that time, because they um, had a they had a slot on the newsstand for a book called Tales to Astonish. Mm -hmm. And so then they, they put two characters in there and two for one. You'd think they would sell that way. But anyway, I mean, yeah, I'm, I know not, I'm, happy, I'm not happy to see Diamond go. I mean, if I were DC, you know, and, and Diamond said, oh, by the way, we're not going to pay you what we owe you. Uh, I'd be pretty PO2 uh, and looking for an alternative. But I, I think it's just I, I think it's. I, I think I think DC's fighting for its life anyway, because I don't know how long AT&T is going to. I mean, um, allow it to exist, to be honest. Um, the same with Disney and Marvel. Um, uh, I mean, AT&T is already starting to drive uh, um, HBO Max and uh, the Snyder Cut. I mean, if you, depending on who you listen to, I guess. Um, and eventually they've got to say, well, why are we still publishing these things ourselves? You know, so that's, I, yeah. that, that's a good point, JR, because, you know, like you and I are always saying, uh, about like when it comes to like Marvel and uh, or D Disney and Marvel, like, like when it comes to to, to the actual the print business, that's peanuts for yes. Marvel. Marvel can write that whole thing off, the whole cost of, of the print of the print operation. They can write that whole cost off and say this is this is more or less advertising. We can just yeah. take it in the shorts because we lose more than this sneezing, you know. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, Disney can't do that anymore because thanks to COVID shutting down the theme park, suddenly Disney doesn't have any money. Well, I will say this for Disney, that it's been 
what, over 10 years that they officially acquired Marvel. And at least in terms of how they look like they're planning to keep things going, I think Marvel is fairly safe because at the end of the day, it is advertising. And they they kind of don't ever, Disney's not always the most efficient um, in their procedures. So as long as it is not making too much noise, as long as it's basically not so far yeah. in the red, it's generally safe. And I don't think that the comics, like you said, they're small peanuts. The only thing I would see is if Diamond was struggling and they really, really felt like they could do it, they might overtake Diamond and it become Disney part of Disney publishing, which then would hurt the smaller the the smaller comic books like uh what dark i think dark horse and image are still with mm -hmm. um are still with diamond so then yeah. that would hurt them because then they would probably have to pay more just to get it published through disney or go to midtown or etc and that's that's going to cause a scramble but ultimately i don't really see disney focusing on that they're going to be focusing on their parks which is what they lost the most money on yeah, um, that's what's got them more than anything is the parks. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to be focusing way more on the parks. That those comics don't mean, honestly, as long as the comics are fine and they're not like so far in the red that it is a problem. What do they, you think? They don't care. What do you think Marvel's move is? Do they go with these two shipping and kill Diamond's relationship? Also, what do they no. do? I they're going to stick with Di I think Marvel's going to stick with Diamond. Marvel um, will stick with Diamond and they'll try to like be like, "Oh, look retailers, look where your best friend, which is which is BS." Marvel's yeah, retailers. But that's what they but see at the right now though, they look like it because they're the ones going, "Yeah, they look like it, but re yeah. reta retailers know better. Retailers yeah. retailers oh, yeah. are very aware of Marvel's jackassery." We haven't heard yeah. from Ashley and Mark. Ashley, what do you think? Oh, man. I can't say I have too much of a horse in this race. I generally, I don't have comic book shops close by enough. Like the nearest one that we would go to is now like 45 minutes away. Infinite? So it's would it just, be infinite or? Um, we used to go to one in Swanee um, to Galactic Comics. Oh, uh, I, th I, think, I think Infinite's closer to you. It probably is now. That was the one we went to before we moved down here. Yeah, um, and where we are now, we just hadn't really looked around for a new one because we were just mostly using stuff online. Um, yeah, go to Chris and Jamie. I'll check him out. They're great. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go out again. You think yeah. It's a, yeah, you think it's a good thing, Ashley, or a bad thing? I am always going to, you know, go up to bat for print. Um, I mean, I. I see a lot of people saying like it's dying out, it's dying out, and it's like I think, you know, it it, it is dwindling. But you know, I, I work in publishing, and I can say at least on the indie side, I I work in print. So. Yay! <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like with pe with books, um, especially when authors write books, they want a physical copy of it. Like there there is um a vanity associated with having a physical copy of something and i think yeah. that's precious enough to most people that there are always be independent stores to to feel that demand um as far as bigger corporations i can see where they they see it as more of a loss than a profit and they'll probably switch over to digital but then we'll yeah. see the indie market step in and fill that role and, yeah. and start taking over so 
Yeah, I don't think it's ever truly going to die out. We'll see. One, th- one you know. thing that we've what we've said before, especially when Jr. and I have talked about this a lot in the past, uh, is that books will be okay. Magazines and comic periodicals, not mm-hmm. so much, but books will be yeah. fine. Because you not really someone to, to people actually do like reading the book. Yeah. But, well, as, sorry, because what I work with is mostly magazines, um, kind of print, and the magazines themselves. Yeah, they dwindle, but the marketing part of it is booming. And as long as they can continue to use it as marketing, it will survive in some way, shape, or form. Mark, let's hear from you. What's your two cents? You got a horse in this? Uh, not very much. One, uh, the <laughs> local comic book shop for me is about 25 minutes away. So I do most of my stuff digitally. But I think what uh, likely is to happen is that if DC is successful with this run, Diamond will then start offering them a better deal to try to lure them back away. Or um, DC doesn't isn't very successful and they come right on back to Diamond and everything goes back to status quo. Yeah. yeah. I think that's another valid point. Are they doing this genuinely to cut off business? Are they trying to kind of instigate a, a, a bit of a power struggle like okay we're pulling out what do you have in response are you going to give us a sweeter deal or so i think i i, 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 could, see Mar- I could see marvel totally going to diamond say hey our contract's up we're your big money maker let's cut Use a better deal for us negotiating they, yeah. they will um i actually think what happened was midtown want Midtown wants to be a distributor like this. And I think that they kind of went to DC and said, we can offer you a better deal, which is what started this. Mm -hmm. And let's see if they can put money where their mouth is. But this was the worst timing ever to start. True. True. All right. Uh, I think that one's been talked out pretty good. Any other thoughts on that one? Anybody? All right. We've got uh, Ashley. You've got this one. Uh, we oh, speaking of magazines, there's one right there for a pop. Yeah, <laughs> see? marketing. Uh, J.K. Simmons, talk about that, Ashley. Probably talk about my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> it's not really about Far From Home. It just has Far From Home in the title because we're talking about J.K. Simmons cameo at the end of Far From Home, which was one of maybe. I can count on one hand the number of enjoyable moments for me in that movie. And that was one yes. of them. True. Um, but of course it was all anyone ever talked about that. Yep. Oh my God. J.K. Simmons is back in the Spider-Man universe. He I was in there three minutes. The he was mm-hmm. in there three minutes and we're still talking about it. I think that's funny. Yep. I, I screamed in the theater. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> so he has, uh, of course, all this talk. People want to go to him and be like, Oh my God. So like, what does this mean? Is J.K. is um JJJ, Played by J.K. Simmons, going to be like a major character in um, the the Sony Spider-Man movies. Are we going to see you know Tom Holland, Peter going and join the Daily Beagle? Uh, like, how is this going to affect the the, the next movies that, that are going to come out? And mm-hmm. so J.K. Simmons has revealed that um, he did sign on for an additional two sequels when he initially agreed to come on for far from for far from home. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. but the, you know, that's not like a guarantee that, oh, he's going to be in these movies. He says, um, in this case, it was a little old one-sided where they basically said, we want you to sign to be essentially on call for these two movies, but that doesn't mean they're going to write his character into the next two movies. So they basically want to make sure they have him pinned down and 
on reserve so that if they find a way to work JJJ into the plot of either of the next two movies, they have him on um, contract already. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's kind of a bit of news, a bit of no news. Um, he's there, but we don't know what's going to happen with it. Yeah. I, so, yeah. More more Jameson is all. I, I think it's perfect. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that is the problem with the Spider-Man movies. Like not, or not, yeah. With, with no. the Jameson. He did also reveal a fun little tidbit about what's that? How he um, auditioned for the role of JJJ during the original <laughs> Raimi movies. Oh, how did he do that? I, I didn't read that. Yeah, it was the very last paragraph, and he said it was just a very classic audition um, uh, camera test, and the scene he had to audition with was when. Um, uh, when Green Goblin breaks into the into the Daily Bugle and holds him up by the throat and lifts him into the air and strangling him, and so he's he's got to go through the script reading um reading out the scene but pretending the whole time that he's being held up by the neck and choked. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Adam says it'd be cool to have uh, J.K. Simmons be responsible for the Scorpion in the next movie. I, I could yeah, see that. That would be good. Yeah, they set, be set him up in the first one, and yeah. it's not Tony Stark related, so that's a plus. They yeah. kind of had a set of running theme, too, where um, Peter has to kind of face off against these adults in his life who are using their their abilities irresponsibly, like where we saw with Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Um, yeah. He was an adult figure in Peter's life. And he kind of let him down and yeah, it, it would continue that theme. Yeah. yeah. Chris says JK Simmons is the perfect Jameson. That I think directors are scared to recast it because he is so iconic with that <laughs> with that character. I think you're not gonna find a better actor. Yeah. I mean, I, I know everybody wants to see Terry Cruz. Oh Who my are... god, that would be amazing. No, not I... every, <laughs> everyone. No, I'm good. Okay, not everyone. <laughs> yeah, but no. I'm in. Large, large part of the collective that is the internet wants to see it i'm good <laughs> I, i'm fine so uh keeping with movie related news uh george you've got something about hyundai's uh hyundai it's how that's pronounced brad how is it hyundai hyundai not hyundai hyundai you were around when it first came out for crying out loud <laughs> You were old enough to know what this. You you Sorry. saw the first Hyundai commercials come on TV. Did I, I didn't. I drive called? a Chevy. I don't know. I, I don't drive a Hyundai. I know how to say it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. God Almighty. You mean Gog? Gog. <laughs> I have to go now. My. <laughs> Uh, yes. Aww. So Hyundai is going to start doing product placement in Spider-Man films, which is uh, on Spider-Man and something else. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, it's based on a video game. Star which is um, starring Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Is Tom oh, Holland going to be okay. Nathan Drake? Yes. Yes. What? Yeah, he's and, too young, but it's and no. uh, what's his name is? Uh, I don't want babyface Nathan. Oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, he has a burger place. He was in. Oh, he Mark was a, Wahlberg. Oh, the Mark Wahlberg. So Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg was originally for Nathan Drake years ago, but they never oh. finished the script appropriately or got it past pre-production until basically Wahlberg was too old. And now it's Tom Holland. Yeah. Thanks. I hate it. So, <laughs> so you're going to have uh, Hyundai... Hyundai product placement in Spider-Man films, which is important to have uh, have a car sponsorship 
for a superhero that famously doesn't drive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Spider-Mobile. Did you ever see the uh, the video? You know JB Smooth that was in uh, Far From Home. He was mm. one of the teachers. He played a um, uh, driver's ed guy and and a hunt. I don't know if it was for Hyundai's or not, but uh, they had a cart deal on the first Spider-Man movie too. So anyway, and since we're on the movie thing, uh, and you didn't yeah. go around to anybody else uh, to ask what they thought about the whole J.K. Simmons. Oh, thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hop, um, hop in. Because the only the only part of Far From Home that that I was willing to watch was the was the 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 end the Jonah part because yeah because you know like you know that comes out and then eventually it hits uh, it hits it, it hits the home media and it makes its way to YouTube. So I watched that scene and the entire time I was saying because we talked about that before we're like how do you recast that you don't he's perfect well, you. you that's that's the nightmare you have to, and uh, but then he comes out there and he doesn't look anything like Joni. He's like some some you know bald jackass with a goat yeah. you know, with like a beard, you know. And I mean, who, who likes those people? Uh, so I was very disappointed by that. I was like, it's 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 like they're like, oh look, it's Jonah, and I'm like, no, it's not, it's not Jonah, because the the mustache and the hair are iconic. It's it's like you're saying, oh look, it's Spider Man. It doesn't look anything like Spider Man. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm like, I, I, it doesn't make me really care. Yeah. If he's going to be bald, he might as well just be Jomo with a mustache. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Get me pictures of Gog. <laughs> oh my god. That needs to be the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right, there you go. Gog. All It'll right. Spider-Man stay at home and Peter stays at home the whole time. And the actual movie is all about Gog. There you go. All right. Uh, at home watching Netflix with Gog. Kelly's got this one. We've got another Sony <sighs> Spider-Man movie related. All right. Face it, true believers. We've hit the jackpot whether we want it or not. Uh, mm -hmm. Mark Guggenheim has confirmed he's been working on this script for two years. Here's my thing on this. Everything I've seen, let's be fair here, um, all comes from Guggenheim, not <laughs> Sony. Uh, and he might I don't whatever um, he basically I really think the issue is he really likes jackpot he really identifies with this character for some mm -hmm. strange reason and yeah. I appreciate that like by all means fight for your girl but I don't see Sony just because this is in pre-production and he's writing it and trying to direct it doesn't mean it's going to happen and also let's be fair here this is this is the writer of Arrow so <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that being in a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Joe, the movie no one asked for. Yeah. Um, if people aren't aware um, of jackpot, because this is also a thing just so people <laughs> actually fully understand why no one is excited about this and why I actually yeah. don't think Sony will pick this is, you know, she was created in 2007 on, and free the free comic book day uh spider-man written by dan slott and phil jimenez uh and it's basically since 2007 it's already been two people two people so first you have sarah who's mm -hmm. like a mom and was in a coma and she's just like an mj super fan and that's why you think it's mj but it's not it's her number one fan sarah who then decides she doesn't want to be um, a superhero. She wants to just be a mom and gives it to the other girl, Elena Jobson, who then dies because she marries, sues her way into utter, like just final death. Yeah. So then Sarah goes back 
as Jackpot. And the last time we saw her was when she changed her name to Elena Jobson. Wow, that's too good. Nobody wants this. Yeah, it, no. was, it was one of the it was one of the biggest post uh, yeah. brand new day WTF things. And this yeah. is after Freak. Yeah, it was it was stup- it was stupefying. It, how, it like, was it's, just it's mishandled. It was no, it's no, it's, not. it's not Guaranteed good. It's like and how it, how it takes two years to write a script for that? I don't know. Mark, because it'll be better Sony than keeps, Venom. <laughs> Sony keeps saying, "Hey, go back, go back and fix this. Just go back." Yeah. That's literally what they're doing because they don't want to greenlight oh, it. They don't Michael, want to greenlight it. Michael Reed says he, Guggenheim also wrote the Green Lantern film. Is that right? I thought it was Jeff Johns. I could be wrong. No, Jeff Johns I, didn't write the Green. The Green. No, Jeff Johns. Yeah. No, okay. no, it would have actually been good. I, I didn't see John's him. I didn't see him included on that, but I didn't go straight to his IMDb. I just used the articles about this, which is where everybody keeps pushing like arrow, arrow, arrow. Hmm. And yeah. I know that he wrote the second story, which Mary Sue's a lot, uh, the fir- the real Miss Jobson into imminent death. So Guggenheim. Oh, Guggenheim was responsible for that, as was uh, CW DC star Grant yes. Berlanti. Oh, yep. yeah. Wow, did that suck? <laughs> yeah. So the the gist of no this I'm getting is if Scott Buck attempted to like say that he was coming for. We don't. We don't. Movie. We don't use that name here. Yeah. No, <laughs> we, don't, essentially, we, don't, we don't use that name. Essentially, it's Guggenheim found his like his river song in this character <laughs> and will not let her go. But nobody wants this. It's no sad. One wants it's like sad. Redheads is what I'm getting. Yeah, it's so sad. it seems sad. like some people want it because if no. you go to eBay, no. the first appearance is going for big money. Doesn't this mean one, it's selling, Brad. That that doesn't doesn't mean, selling. This no. uh, sold. sold for 75 bucks. All right, so 70 I, bucks. The Put thing all is, these it, issues. It, the reason why though is because he he's the one that kept putting out the stuff go Hey, I'm writing the script for Sony. I'm writing the script for Sony. This movie's greenlit. The movie's yeah. not greenlit. It's kind and of like saying like, we don't know him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, they're just ignoring it because the thing is, they they probably did pay him for the script, like to write the script. But yeah. that doesn't mean they're going to continue with it. How, how bad? How bad off are you? Uh, how bad off are you when when you're looking at a at uh, at uh, Amy Pascal like she's Kevin Feige, and then she's having to make the Kevin Feige face to you? Oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, like she's like, oh, I don't know yeah. about this. I mean, like, how embarrassing! How embarrassing for for that. Uh, like, look, they're gonna do Spider Woman first. They're gonna try and do the Black Cat movie, the, yeah. or Black Cat and Silver Sable, whatever they choose to do there. Those are gonna happen way before this ever happens. And think about yeah. how long those movies have been in pre-production hell. Yeah, this isn't happening anytime soon. Uh, let's see. I've also let's go through some comments. You know, and then tomorrow they could cast her. I don't know, but I highly doubt that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone said something about uh, Guggenheim. Here it is. Random Internet Weirdo said Guggenheim wrote the first draft for GL. Jeff Johns made some changes. Okay, Which, that's that's where that's, I got. that's where it's happening here. Um, ultimately. Yeah. So, but imagine we, the first draft of Green. Imagine the first draft of Green Lantern. You know, I forget who said it in comments, but uh, I, I really think the uh, if the Morbius movie makes money, Venom money, yeah. then they will start looking at Jackpot. Morbius, I don't, and, Morbius I don't think Morbius is going to make. I no, much no well, money not after not after all of this going on. Everybody's yeah. struggling. It's just not. There's no possible way. Yeah, 
We've got uh, another Sony-related thing, George. You've got this one. They're calling the Spider Universe over at Sony something. What is this? Yeah, so you you sent me a link to Forbes, uh, and I hit it, uh, and then my computer fan came on because of all the crap that Forbes <laughs> was trying to load on the page. Oh wow, look at all between, between, I, between like all the ads. How are that, they? How are they the legitimate? They're, I feel like they're like the worst. Forbes is the worst website. They're not legitimate. They hire Scott Mendelson, who is, who yeah. is Trent Cantor. I'm sorry. He really is. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So Sony is calling its stable of, uh, of Spider-Man stuff the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Wow, that flows. that's flows right off the tongue. It, 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 oh, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like uh, like a 1950s, you know, radio spot you know or a radio show you know that like yeah old time radio where they had like a company come in and like you know this is general motors cavalcade of stars or whatever it sounds like that and it's it's, it's mm-hmm. it, it would be fine you know 50 60 years ago today it's crap crap so, so crap. you mean this this is something avi right, came crap. up with huh? this, is some, this is something avi avi uh a need yeah this is something he came up with that's funny it, it, it I smells could... like him I, I, I hang on a minute. Okay, so I couldn't even see the thing uh, because I was still waiting for all the damn pop-ups and autoplay videos and everything else to load on this piece of crap. So I actually went and got, because uh, I couldn't remember the name, and I went and I got it off of another website. And then I take a shot at Scott Mendelson, who does, by the way, suck. And then sure enough, that, that whole article written by Scott Mendelson. Like, there you go. He's a garbage journalist. All right. Oh, my gosh. There you go. All right. Uh, Ashley, you've got yet another movie-related topic. Uh, they've got release dates for Venom and Spider-Man, etc. Yep. So Sony's kind of updated um, how it shuffled its film schedule uh, for the next couple of years due to delays from COVID. So the, all the, the Marvel ones in this are um, the ones most affected. Um, the Spider-Verse sequel is getting pushed back um, by about six months instead of October or instead of April, 2022 is October, 2022. Mm -hmm. That one I'm like, that's so far away anyway. An extra six months is like, whatever. Um, It's fine. It, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, Spider-Man stay at home is going to (laughs) be November instead of July of next year. Um, I'm not, I don't even know after far from home, I don't know how they're going to get me in the seat for that one again. Um, Venom is getting pushed back. It's going to be a year from now instead of this October. So I think that's the biggest delay. It's getting pushed back about what, like nine, 10 months. Right. Oh no. (laughs) Let Venom, let there be carnage as if there was a movie that would say, George Behrman, please don't see me. (laughs) <laughs> or JR. <laughs> hey, they're telling you right up front to save your money. That's like Oh a, yeah, no, Sony's been perfect. saving me money. <laughs> Sony's been saving me a ton of money. They have. They really have. They've been yeah. working hard at it. Mm-hmm. And they then so, savings on um, the consumer. Because of Sony having to rearrange their schedule, Disney's kind of had to work with them as well to make sure that their Marvel movies are coming out in the appropriate order. So Doctor Strange and the Doctor Strange and Thor sequels are getting pushed back. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange got mm-hmm. moved from November next year to March of 2022, so about four months. 
And then Thor Love and Thunder got moved from just got moved up one week. And so. nothing nothing of value is lost because all anyone yeah, remembers about right now is Vision and Wanda coming to Disney Plus later this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're excited for that, huh? It's about the only thing I'm excited for anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks cool. I'm the, the style looks really interesting that they're going. Yeah. With, so I'm yeah. I'm intrigued. Um, Jr., you excited for any of those movies coming out? The uh, Spider Verse, the uh, Venom Two, uh, Jackpot, uh, Gog, Stay at Home. Uh. Well, I um, I'm looking forward to them as much as I have. I'm looking forward to having a limb amputated because of gangrene. Um, <laughs> That's dark. Wait, know, wait, wait, wait! You're, you're not a young guy. Is that a legitimate um, thing you're having? To <laughs> or losing a limb because of diabetes or something oh uh, you know here's the thing um I, I i almost wonder um this the movie business that you know because if there's any kind of momentum i mean the pandemic kind of killed it but even with marvel movies you know in game and then the Spider-Man code, you know, coda there at the end. I almost wonder if either people, when the movie theaters open back, people are either going to flood back to them just to have the experience again, or are they going to go, nah, I'm good. You know, because I tell you, um, in the last few months, um, I have, I did, I did finally, I've invested in like a 64 inch high def TV. Ooh, look at you. Yeah, I know. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we're, so we're sitting there watching, actually, you know, Spencer wonder what we were watching far from home and uh, on the TV. And I don't even have a high def video player yet, um, but we're sitting there in the dark on the big screen TV. And I'm just saying, I said, wow, this is this is like a richer experience than even the movies, you know, and I can pause it and go to the John and, you know, or go pop some. I mean, it's just I, I, I don't know. I, I just want I mean, is anybody looking forward to any of these movies, really? I mean, I know that some are looking forward to Doctor Strange or whatever, but, you know, is anyone looking forward to, and particularly with the content, I mean, is anybody looking forward to Natty, Natalie Portman being Thor? Um, I mean, is anybody I, really, is anybody looking forward to, you know, Shang-Chi, you know? Uh, I am. And, uh, mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're the ones. <laughs> you know, you're the ones. Uh, <laughs> now, I just... Um, and and uh, this Sony, the Sony names. I just wonder if like I, if Kevin Feige is sitting there going, "God, will somebody buy them and put them out of our misery?" You know, just mm -hmm. it's almost like a wounded animal. Sony is. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I I want them to keep. I want them to keep the animation because I don't feel like Disney would have ever ever done anything that was like into the Spider Verse. No, absolutely. And, not. and that, that you're lightning in a bottle. Yeah. So. Mark, we haven't heard from you in a while. What's your thoughts? I'll watch any superhero movie, uh, but I'm not going to pay to go to the theater to see most of these things. Yeah, that's true. It, our, our home theaters are, if not better, than what we pay to go see and sit in broken seats and have a dude talk behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Center Bistro is where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark, this is your topic up next. We're talking about Marvel Legends, uh, going back to the 90s cartoon packaging. Okay. Now, if uh, we need to have full disclosure here. When it yeah. comes to to action figures, this right here oh, is sorry. what I'm... Hold on. Let me get you a full screen. 
Greedo? Yeah. This is the very first Star Wars action figure I ever bought. My man, good job. It's got five points of articulation. <laughs> Didn't he this have the is, same gun, the same the same carbine that the stormtroopers had? I believe or, he or did. did he have, or did he have a pistol? He I I long lost all the the, the guns in the shag carpet we used to have back in the seventies. Yeah, but uh, but I did. I do still have the Greedo. This is my version of action figures. So these right. multiple, they can you can bend every little finger in their hand, yeah. uh, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> but but Brad gave me this task, and so I, I went and I watched the um, two hour Hasbro oh live Pulse fan first Friday reveal. I you sat through there. lots of uh, X Men crap. Uh, they have the <laughs> Sugar Man buildable figure. No, 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 because I I do my research and Brad asked me this. Now, this is creepy. This is creepy. Switching the Gwen and Mary Jane heads. You know, well, it's we're almost like that. It's, to almost, that. It's, it's almost like turning over to your wife and said, Can I call you Kathy now? Or something. You know, it's just. This is the solution to every love triangle in existence. Oh, just give them God. swappable heads. JR, do you want to put a new head on your wife? <laughs> We're not Ashley, Ashley, you can't watch Frankenhooker anymore. Whose head would you put on her? <laughs> Frankenhooker? What is that? Frankenhooker really was a, bad movie. Is a film from uh, from like the late 80s or early 90s. Oh shit, I need to see it. I like the I like, no, I like, I like the guy. Damn. You really don't. It's 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 awful. I love bad movies. It's bad. It's bad. Good. Take me through it, Mark. What do you think? What? Oh, yeah, we're already going through it. There, what, yeah, like, you're already like you're, you're racing through all the slides. And about, this, and you guys are like, oh, and there it goes. You you're know? on back. Right. What, what do you want to? What do you want to see? Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> all right. You can get AIM Troopers with this new uh, Hasbro reveal thing. You can get a new War Machine that has shoulder pads. They've been on for a long. Long time about how incredibly awesome these shoulder pads are for the war machine. I, I I'm not quite sure <laughs> why that is, <laughs> but it's better than the old shoulder pads they used to have. Okay. <laughs> they have a Moon Knight that actually looked pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, classic oh, okay. look Moon Knight. Like Walgreens only special. Okay. There he is. Look at that. I like it. If I'm going to buy one of these, I'm going to buy the Moon Knight one. 20 bucks a pop, though, dude. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy one of these. I'm not even 20 bucks on a. I'll, I'll just drop it to my students that, hey, would it be nice if uh, you got <laughs> the Moon Knight one? Hey, if anybody's looking for an A, cost uh, <laughs> you 20 bucks for the Moon Knight. Papa needs a Moon Knight. And Brad, if we're talking about the price of figures, yeah. Uh, I, I'm someone who used to regularly drop like 60 bucks per figure. I would oh, order like the fig yeah. arts and Figma where I would like spend 20 bucks on shipping to get them. in. Yeah. Oh my Back in, that was like where my money went in college with uh, my part-time yeah. job. And my toy collection is probably over a thousand dollars. I'm gosh. not joking. Yeah. All right. So they have the Spider-Man retro wave classic toy biz um, packaging. And yeah. releasing a bunch of, of Spider-Man action figures, six inches, um, which is uh, oh, he's got that crappy hair, twice the mm -hmm. size of a real. Those were the uh, cool uh, Matt Murdock face, though. The, the crappy uh, Scott McDaniel, uh, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of this Norman the... Jr.? Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm de that's definitely on my uh, wish list for. Uh, I've 
what September when it comes out or something. Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I pre-ordered it. So happy. I pre-ordered that. I'm I'm gonna use that head for something to make a Normie Osborne figure, and it's gonna be really weird. Oh, those eyes look like uh, endorse that. those eyes look like Judge Doom from uh, Roger <laughs> Rabbit. Look at that. Remember me, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> those exactly. eyes stay. Yeah. Yeah. You that or hepatitis goblin. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Electro looks cool. Okay, let's talk about this, Mark. This, like, this, is, this is odd. <laughs> talk to us about heads. Whatever you want to talk about, you go right ahead. Well, it's kind of cool that her accessories include a Midtown High School notebook, and a, a, trap, a trapper keeper, and That's this is a, a I saw one where this is a, da a folded Daily Beagle. And a, and a human head. And a human head. <laughs> you can well, swap out a portfolio for the human head. They have it this way so that when you're done playing with your Green Goblin action figure, which, by the way, you can you can keep taking off his Green Goblin head and put on the Norman Osborn head to pretend that you're in the the Raimi movie series where he has to keep or taking. Off. You put the MJ head on the Green Goblin body, ah. and you put the Norman head on the Gwen's last. Body. Oh God! No, you, take, you take Norman's head on Gwen's body. Jr. Is that like your fantasy? What is that? <laughs> What? <laughs> Where did we go? Okay, number one, why did you say I'm trying, I'm trying, to, actually, I'm trying to actually draw a, draw a line between the, all of those absurd things you just said, Brad, and I... I was just thinking, God, you know, what must they be... What kind of weed are they growing in Missouri? Because, man... Uh, just call Mountain uh, you know, Dew. No, I, I, I just think that uh, the the whole the whole switch the Gwen with the Mary head. <laughs> I, mean, no. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like telling your partner to cosplay as somebody. You know. <laughs> I mean, well, but, Jr. The reason why you have it is you take your Green Goblin figure, uh -oh. you toss your Gwen Stacy figure off your bridge, and then so that you can take your Peter Parker figure and then take the little Mary Jane head and just re replace it, and he can keep going on with his relationship. That's so oh. there you go. There you go. MJ. But uh, well, what I was going to say, though, is that um, a lot of collectors are saying that the head is there, although it is very awkward, but the head should be the perfect size for the original MJ figure that was in the two pack for Toys R Us a few years ago. But everybody mm -hmm. got mad because it was just a slightly repainted Black Widow head. Oh. And so this head is better. And that for collectors, this is more like here you can replace that head now. But it's an but awkward way of packaging. A collector will never take it out of the package, will they? Mm. A collector doesn't take things out of the package. So what's the point, Tyler right? Does. I mean, Tyler does. Tyler does. Dab. There are different kinds of collectors. Not everyone is NRFB. Yeah. Vinkman is taking me a test. So I spend a hundred bucks on monthly comics. Not anymore. I don't. <laughs> I just filled out my monthly uh, order, and it was uh, under ten bucks. That was the lowest of all time. Yeah, Marvel's been saving us money for a long time. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see. I remember a hand painted silver surfer figure to make a carnage figure back in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. Uh, taking toys out of the box. No hobgoblin figure. Uh, Normie with a soul patch. Yeah. I got to paint the soul patch. It's going to be, mm -hmm. it's going to be special. Uh, the panel is indeed getting body. slap happy. I, I was slap happy when this thing started, Adam. <laughs> I've been up since uh, six. Franklin hooker. 
is a bad movie from the 80s, but the one movie that I know is absolute trash is After Hours, which every movie critic highest praise from the 80s is set. Okay. We, we were talking uh, about Frankenhooker, not Franklin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Franklin, <laughs> Franklin, Hooker. Franklin Hooker sounds like a revolutionary war hero from Trenton. <laughs> yes, and this was a battle that Franklin Hooker this this Peter Parker, go back to the Peter Parker where he's in the box, okay? Um, oh, oh, it's my Pete in the yeah. box. Pete in the yeah. box, there you go. Uh, okay, box. he looks like yeah, Jonas Haro. Yeah. He looks like Jonas Haro with those white glasses with the white or whatever. You know, remember Professor Haro? Uh, he, mm -hmm. that just that's that's a creep that is the creepiest looking Peter Parker I, I've I would seen. agree. It it doesn't look much like this at all. Mm -mm. And the glasses and, don't come off. And even the split face. Here, well, I think I think that the big look, lens, look the big circle, face. the big circle lenses are, are supposed to be like the Ditko era. Mm -hmm. You know, but Peter. But but the problem is, is that you don't see through them and see the humanity underneath the, the lenses. Now he yeah. just looks like a perv. <laughs> now he just he, looks like somebody who's going to get caught in a peep theater in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> Peter Perv. Oh my God. Uh, Peter Perver. Peter Perver. Pervy okay. Parker. Uh, Parker. Uh, okay. Uh, that one went so well, Mark. Let's talk about more toys. Um, <laughs> well, like I'm glad I spent two hours on that. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, you're throwing it away. Uh, <laughs> where where are you going? So sorry. You didn't want to hear. So let's go on to the. Oh, the yeah. Hold on. You, whoa, I'm whoa. giving Mark the whole floor. We missed something. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Brad, you're a monster. I know. I'm sorry. What did you want to talk about, Mark? I Have you we ever hosted one of these well, before? I never kind of wanted to talk about the action figures you asked me to talk about. Well, you know? I'm so sorry. Go I'm just lucky to be here. I'm lucky you didn't kick me off this panel. You know. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. What do you want to talk about? I'm, I'm I, so I feel I feel your pain, brother. I know where you are right now. I've Jr. and I both have had this happen before. We we, we right. do have dwelt in this house. Mark is really laughing hard here. Look at <laughs> someone is laughing really hard. Mark, what did you what did we miss? What did, what did you want to talk about? I'm sorry. Well, you know that there's also a Venom wave coming this fall. Maximum Vintage Spider-Gwen and Maximum Vintage Miles Morales okay. and a Venomized Captain America. Uh, there's a Morbius uh, and a Carnage figure also coming to that with some Build-A-Figure that we don't know. There is the Into the Spider-Verse movie wave coming, so you can have... Uh, oh, boy. Oh. Uh, they, won't, they didn't want to tell who those characters were going to be for that yeah. one. Yeah. So I, want the I want the Kingpin brick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need the brick. That's the Build-A-Figure. That's got to be the Build-A-Figure. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't say what it was. Yeah. 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 Are you done, Mark? I'm sure. Yeah, why not, man? <laughs> Wow. I'm just giving him a hard time. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's Aww. chat still talking about peeping Parker over here. So I confess, Mark, I ordered these entertainment earth exclusives. Talk about these for me. Whoops. There we go. All right. January 13th, 1968. I was not born, but Jr. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jr. got in his first colonoscopy by uh, 68. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to say, I mean, I'm surprised you guys missed the uh, trying to link up the story of the person who received the last Civil War pension check. I'm surprised you guys didn't try to loop me in on that there uh, story. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Um, the episode 19 of the Amazing Spider or the Spider-Man cartoon came out. Double Identity 
which you cannot find on Amazon. You cannot find on Disney Plus. You cannot find on YouTube. It is completely off the grid. So I am here. It wasn't in that big DVD. uh, It was. That's not a print. You can buy it on DVD from Amazon anywhere from $124 to $284. Yeah, it's it's not being um it's not being I don't know if it's called pressed, I guess, on DVD anymore, but you can find the older ones, but they've gone real sky high. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this uh, the double identity features the famous villain, the 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 villain that can mimic other people's uh appearances. Uh, none other than Charles Cameo, because uh, Spider-Man comics don't have a villain that can look like and act like other people. So they had to create one for the for the cartoon here. This is his second and final uh, appearance here, and he goes around with a uh, looking like people and taking artwork. He looks like Peter Parker and uses his camera flash to stun people and steal books of Shakespeare and stuff like that, which I, I can kind of you know. Identify with there. Yeah. This, like this sounds like electric company. This sounds like electric company. This is this is uh, it is free electric company. Is, yeah. yeah, I know, right? Free electric company. Um, so he comes in here and he's doing this and stealing all these artwork and paintings and books until he finally dresses like Spider-Man and Spider-Man comes in to save the day. That's where we get to the to the double identity. Um, yeah, little. It's- it became an internet you have there. It became an internet meme sensation. I mean, so much so that the Spider-Verse people put it in the the post credit. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, and they were advertising this uh as a uh into the Spider-Verse type figure, but this is not an into the Spider-Verse figure because <laughs> into the Spider-Verse goes into Earth 67, but the double identity is Earth 6799. So Whoa. just yeah, well, yes. look at you geek out with that. Do my research on this. And he I, is, uh, he so is he, an incredible Hulk. It's like hitting uh, critical mass on, right. on the nerdage there. Oh, there's all another the- there's another pop coming out with recreates uh, ASM 316, yeah. which is Venom over. Uh, but we're not we're not doing that pop. You did yeah. not ask me. Yeah. To do that. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. I just got distracted. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So go back to the other Mark. Pop. So, Mark, are you a, a pop collector? Are you are you picking this up like I am? I am not. Uh, that requires me to spend money. Now, unless, of course, a student wishes to uh, to buy a hot figure for me. Um, yeah, he's got an ungrateful a, son to put through college. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, that's not cheap. Um, so, yeah, you can buy it for $24.99. I think that's right yeah. there. And it's coming in June, supposedly, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that's really going to still be there. Good news for, for Eddie and Muhammad and Andre. It does ship internationally, so they can also put their order in there. Cool. That is good. Yeah, it's an Entertainment Earth exclusive. They they yeah. uh, did another exclusive. Uh, Do I have it here? Wait, doesn't Entertainment Earth have stores in the UK? So Muhammad could just go into the store and buy it. They uh they but, did a they did a cosmic spidey exclusive that I got from Entertainment. Yeah. I don't know where it went, but uh, I've got it. Uh, yes, Vinkman, I'm easily distracted and easily entertained. <laughs> so, yeah. so if the store doesn't come to Mohammed, Mohammed will go to the store. Yeah, Is there you go. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, let's see, Mark or anything else on that one? 
there are they are two distinct figures. They're slightly different from each other. That's one's right, pointing yeah. with his right hand, and one's pointing with his left hand. I notice they have different ah. waists too, as well. Yeah, they they yeah. go back and look at the costumes. There's subtle difference in the costumes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, okay. Alfred's like that. Alfred's like, how did I not see that? He's going back. To, he's going back to search for it. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Kelly's got this next one. Uh, Jason Derulo. Yes. Oh, what does he sing, by the way? Uh, his name, a lot. <laughs> um. Okay, let's watch this little video. Well, Rum Tum Tigger? Yeah, Rum he was Rum Tum Tigger. Rum Tum Tugger. Tugger. It says uh, Tigger right there on the screen. Check it out the middle. It, it, it is Tugger. Ashley is right. But okay, so Jason Derulo is an RB pop superstar and also. Uh, the star of Cats. Oh, hey, yeah. Cats. Yeah, um, there he is. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> basically, uh, there is a t uh, TikTok for all the the youngins. I feel like I'm even too old for TikTok. <laughs> but uh, TikTok is a new little platform where they make little videos. Mm -hmm. and they're about I mean, I, tic I TikTok. Do you really? No, Brad. Wow. Oh, Brad. Oh, Young, please. Your young what, soul. Wait, 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 wasn't there something similar a few years ago? Vine. Wait, what, Vine. So yeah. it, it, Vine, Vine um, is sort of kind of what, so it went from Vine to Musical.ly to TikTok, and mm -hmm. it's all the same thing. I'm a bust um, move on the TikTok. There you go. Do it. Right now. Where's my phone? Do it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's a new challenge going on called Wipe It Down, uh, where they use the song called Wipe It Down to clean their mirror. Which is great. It's good. It promotes, uh, you know, a cleanly living space. But uh, people are getting creative with it. And Jason Derulo bought a suit off Amazon. What it looks like, which is a good suit off Amazon, um, and spliced some videos from the Raimi movies together. Did an ex some extra editing to just have a little fun and dance. And it, it broke. It broke the internet. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Good editing. Whoa, that's yeah. that, that's a horrible. Never mind. I, it, it's not great, but at the same time, it's pro he probably did it himself, like bored. Yeah. No, it and was fine. There was something at the end of it. I was like, wait oh. a minute, what the hell is that? We 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 shan't go back to it. No, 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 we're good. But yeah, so it's <laughs> you know, it's just it's cute, and I like the fact that it did go viral. But he clearly mm -hmm. put some work into it, so mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that's why it went viral. It's not like all the rest of them. There's a Drake Bell one, says Adam. I didn't yeah, see that one. He does, uh, from the Amanda show, he's known for his Kyle skit. Hmm. So he dressed as Kyle from ah. the Amanda show. Ah. Gotcha. And he has a Haunted Mansion themed bathroom. Ooh. That's actually that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, actually kind of dig that. That's yeah. that's respectable. I can, I can get behind that. Remember, cool. the, remember the story we did years ago where people were thinking he was living in Disney World? Yeah, because he's obsessed. He's obsessed with Disneyland. Um, oh. So, okay. Uh, so we we've established that no one on the panel does TikToks. Is that right? <laughs> I watch them. I guess. I guess we need a crawl space TikTok. Give me five minutes after the show's over. <laughs> are you gonna I'm, wipe? It, are you taking, gonna wipe it down, challenge? I'm, I'm taking too legit to knit on the on the TikTok. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna, there I'm, you gonna, go. I'm gonna wipe it the hell down, Brad. <laughs> Jr. TikTok down. after the show, maybe. 
Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get to that right as soon as I update my uh, MySpace page. Let's so. do that thing yeah. where like we uh, we all sing a song, but we're pantomiming. Yeah. Okay. You know, awesome. or whatever. Let's bring back MySpace. What I'm do they call it? Brad, you and your daughter used to do it. Oh, dub dub smash. Is that yeah? Dub yeah, smash. we'll, we'll yeah. smash, okay. we'll smash the dubs on the TikToks. Oh, okay. there yeah. you go. Yeah. Then, then I'll put all my friends in the eight eight boxes <laughs> from MySpace. Yeah. Ashley there looks like she wants to die a little. What? You look like you want to die a little bit over there. Uh, like, George well, is about to go viral, says Adam. <laughs> and Vincent says we've all been hitting the TikToks. Yeah, we have. Uh <laughs> trust me, trust me, Adam wouldn't be the first time. All right, I'm gone viral. <laughs> All, All right. right, we've got uh, a. We're up to the Jr. topic. So Jr. <laughs> web shooting hand sanitizer. Go. <laughs> I want this. I do too. This is awesome. Uh, this is awesome. Go ahead, Jr. Well, <laughs> I was trying. Wipe I, it down, Jr. Wipe it down. Well, see, the thing is. I'm not thinking of hand sanitizer exactly right now. I mean, it's like, so what are you thinking of JR? So, so basically this Brad gave me a story oh God. about, about squirting a liquid into my hands, you know, or getting a liquid in my hand after, um, do PG 13 JR. Well, see, I don't make up the topics and I don't assign them. It's hand just sanitizer. Really, I, you, I just merely respond to them with all of the uh, the the credibility and respect they deserve, and um, this this it, it's like it, it just kind of looks vulgar. I mean, it just it's like uh, where is this? Uh, whatever. whatever Give me whatever. the damn story. Where, where, where's where's the panel? Uh, where uh, Aunt May found I mean, found the sticky I mean, do, 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 do I sh do I like you know do I have to move my hand up and down for it to work? Okay. Or wow. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yes. Talk I mean, about hand sanitizers and web shooters. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's, they it's, are. My son's it's, listening, man. Come on. Yeah. I think, I think we I think might need to hand sanitizer for our ears. I should have thirty-four offered. Your son's older than mine, so uh, you know if he has. Uh, he, he, I think he knows the facts of life by now, and uh, well, well, I would hope. But then he, oh Lord, I don't, all kinds of things are coming to mind. But anyway, so this isn't as cool as somebody coming up with a goblin glider. Fair. Uh, well, there's a setup, Fair. but. Um, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to, uh, something around your wrist that will squirt liquid into your hand on a periodic basis, uh, I guess this is fine, you know, and, uh, you know, I suppose if, or I suppose if your hand gets dirty, uh, conducting other activities, uh, therefore squirting this additional fluid on your hand will resolve. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. This is your fault, Brad. I'm up. No, it's not. I didn't. This is your there. fault for giving that to him. Jesus. Instead of like offer, right. who's a family let me, man. Let me get a new topic. Hold on. Let's see here. Uh, oh my right. goodness. Jr. Oh my goodness. Don't go that blue with this one, please. Uh, I didn't say anything. Did yeah, I did. say anything? Yes. I said I use no curse words. No. I use no. I describe no anatom an members of the anatomy. You know, um, members Devil Breaker wants Elon Musk to make a device that fires <laughs> impact webbing. What is, what is the anatomy? Is it like a ruling what? body? Is it like a? 
Elon Musk is Norman Osborn. I give you that. Elon Musk is Norman Osborn. That's pretty good. Put the kids to bed portion of the show, says Adam. Yes, we moved on. JR went way too dirty for my PG-13 show. Uh, We've got uh, this next one. I didn't say anything. He he just alluded. He alluded to it. Yeah, yeah. He alluded to it. He didn't go straight into it. All right. Let's black. Yeah, Let's see I, if he I, can right. stay above the, the gutter for this one. Take me through this one, Jay. Oh, no. Well. Oh. Oh, man. Ashley, even Ashley's scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley is scared. Basically, oh. what we have is we have little boys. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Please, JR, come on. Oh. I beg you. We have we have little boys in foreign countries. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, this oh. this this. Uh, I was going to tell a story about my mother now. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. What in the world? I think that was so dark. <laughs> what in the world? What the hell was that? They are. But I think I think that I will just stay with the story of these um, foreign boys, you know, little young foreign boys who are looking for a female. What? To um, what? Bite them. You mean a female uh, black widow? Black widow, Jr. Oh, I see. I just thought they were looking to, like, you know, uh, be brought into manhood at an earlier age or whatever. But uh, okay, uh, come on, it was probably lost in translation Wales? from Bulgaria to English. Yeah. This is. Um, I was about to say this is. Uh, I'm not having as much fun with it as I was having with Flower Spider-Man, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't have any props like I did with the Green Goblin butts. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, these are um, these are small little boys who uh, apparently have little else going on in their lives and think that uh, ex- uh, being bit by a Black Widow spider will give them the powers of Spider-Man. Yeah. And... Uh, so they got bit. They went crying to their mommies who took them to the hospital. And um, that's about it. That's about all we have of uh, all we have to, to say about this story here. Yeah, nothing uh, says street cred like necrosis. Look, it's kind of like why there's reasons on like Superman capes it there's a warning that says it does not give you superpowers yeah. you cannot fly with it um that this is why i don't they, know how i feel like nature's they warning was warning was, labels was on the, spiders yeah i feel like nature's warning was the big hourglass symbol on the back that says hey don't f with me boys i think when they when, when i think probably what one little boy probably said to another was uh you know let's go get bit by a black widow and then when they finally go to the jungle or wherever they go, they say, wait a minute. We're, I thought I was going to meet Scarlett Johansson here. Uh, Long so, Black Widow. Possibly. Yeah. That also may be true. Hey, when I was eight, my classmates had me convinced that their friend owned a machine that would make real Pokemon. So, <laughs> you know. Did, did cool. you guys, as a kid, like Ashley was just talking about, I remember putting on a cape and thinking, if I jump, I might fly. When I'm real young, did anybody have something dumb like that when they were kids? I, 
What did you do, uh, Kelly? So it's not necessarily dumb, but I, I used to cry and convince my parents I needed to do every sport under the sun because I had to train to be the pink ranger. I was dead set that <laughs> that was going to be my job. That's cute. That's you and all so both. You and Dark Mark both. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was Dark Mark's uh, thing for a while, too. He Mark, did you ever do anything dumb as a kid, superhero related? There's a Never. Story. Oh, come Never. on. Never. I'm, I'm a perfect child. JR, did you ever get a... <laughs> Was that... <laughs> Your son is laughing at you hardcore. <laughs> did Grant ever do anything dumb as a kid? Super yeah, here we oh, go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Grant Let me hear it. Let me hear it. What did he do? What did he do? Yeah, yeah. He didn't. I, was, I raised him, so he, he did all the right things. No, really. What did he do that was stupid? We know he did stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, get, I want to hear some <laughs> trash talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's nothing bad to say. The the two offered guys on this podcast are perfect. Well, we'll we'll FB message later in All between right. memes. Jr. Did you ever uh, put like a bomb inside of a pumpkin at Halloween as a young oh child? Or... Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no. But Impale I anyone tell... with a glider? Yeah, I would throw I any blondes off a bridge. I will tell you a real story about my brother, my oh, younger my. brother, when we were visiting my grandmother at one time. For some reason, my brother, and I forget how old he, he, he was or whatever, five, six or whatever, yeah. he decided that he would put a towel around his neck <laughs> and he would go stand out in the middle of the road like this. Oh, no. <laughs> and wait for a car to come by. And so I'm sitting there what you know, I'm sitting there watching and he is standing there and this car is just like slowly creeping up and my brother is not moving. And, and it's like I and then my grandmother, of course, you know, screams like bloody murder you know, runs and grabs him by the hand and she has a, a board in the other hand and she's, <laughs> as she's dragging him across the ground. She's swatting him. He's screaming and crying. And I'm just absolutely having the time of my life. Cause I love to see my brother get the shit kicked out. Crap kicked out of me. Yeah. Uh, that's that's so. how it went down. We were kids. You, you, yeah, you got, you got beat. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Right there. My brother. Yep. Yep. But uh, him standing out in the middle with a towel around his neck, thinking he was Superman as a car was coming, creeping up on him was uh, one of the highlights of my youth, to be honest. Uh, I remember as a kid, I used to get the, uh, the metal trash can lid off the trash can and be Captain America. I remember doing that as a kid. Uh, Mark, you got beat in the store. Is that what you said? What? <laughs> I thought you were a perfect kid. Yeah. Uh, no, I said I would have. I would have if, if I had not. Oh, perfect. okay. Okay. He means he means by like a parental unit or I mean, some I kind will, of authority. I will say that uh, I I got banned from a discovery zone for a week because I convinced all the other kids that the the like what is it like the jump jumpy playground area that had like the zip ups and the ball pits and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I convinced some kids that we were going to play Power Rangers and that that had to be the command center. So I zipped it all the way up and then convinced, like, tried to argue with the guy working there that um, I couldn't unzip it because he was a putty and therefore he couldn't come in. <laughs> and they they told my parents we couldn't come back for a week. Discovery <laughs> Zone was the best. Actually, did you, did you have a story that you did as a kid? What was what um, my obsession with when I was a kid was with Pokemon. Okay. I wanted nothing more than to have my own. So, um, Pokemans. 
Pokemon. Yeah, Pocket Monsters. So there is um, we did like a, a craft that day. We we learned about it's called the God's Eye, mm-hmm. and it was like this. The legend behind it was like if you, you know, left it out and made a wish on it, then it would come true the next morning. And so I took my little stuffed Pokemon, put them on my bed, left out the God's Eye, and wished for them all to be real so I could be a real Pokemon trainer. And I went to bed wishing all night, and I woke up, and I'm like, well, what did I really <laughs> It's just been one disappointment after the next. <laughs> yeah, it was all downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one we have is Kelly's story, and you yes. have an exclusive on this one, huh? I do. Yeah. All right, so basically this came up on Twitter. Um, It's from J.K. Klein. He, I guess, posted a bunch of his photos from 1966. uh, What is now Tricon, but it used to be like World Sci-Fi Fair. And I think this was like the 24th one. This was hot off the heels of um, Star Trek premiering there. So Mm. this kind of became the big hub for up and coming sci-fi people. And Mm. anyway, Here's one of what probably is the first photographed cosplay of Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, with some digging from some Twitter users, they were talking about how it looked a lot like a 1969 fan film, which Mm. is probably the first Spider-Man fan film. It was written by Donald F. Glutt, also known as Don Glutt. Um, Mm -hmm. And he... He's pretty much, he wrote for a lot of cartoons in the 80s. Uh, like he including was with, one of including my Spider-Man and his amazing friends. So but also an amazing friends writer. It is. One of the first cosplays. They, well, we're going to get to that. Because that was yeah. the whole thing is that it looks a lot like the one he made a fan film for. So okay. no one really, whenever I was posting about it saying, hey, has anyone confirmed this? No one could confirm it. So I found the guy's website. Mm-hmm. And he he had his little email pop up, and I just said, "Hey, is this you from 1966? Because this costume's really familiar to your fan film of 1969." He was like, "How do you know about the fan film?" But it's on YouTube, so y'all can go watch it. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> but it's uh, is this like me said, emailing Defalco? Hey, is this I was just drinking a beer? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, basically, but <laughs> yeah. but in a fairness, this is related to him. One, in oh, fairness, this is related. Here. This is related to Mr. Glut, and yeah. I did not email him at three in the morning. <laughs> um, like I did with the Falco, yeah. So, um, but anyway, when I sent him the photo, he went, "Yeah, that's me. I was, that's, I was there." That's so. Cool. I am able to officially say that yep. that is Spider-Man and his amazing friends writer Don Glut yeah. in what is probably the first. Spider-Man cosplay in 1966. And now that that was a lot more daring, I think, probably than it is like today. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are a lot like Skytown. Back in '66, unless it was a kid's birthday, you just like this, you're gonna get your ass beat on the street. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that too, and this while sci-fi conventions have been around for a long time, Mm -hmm. this was a ballsy move because. The cosplay and costuming did not actually become super popular to do until about the mid 90s. And yeah. while it sort of increased 60s, it was very hard, especially to he probably was there to mingle with other sci fi writers and sci fi producers and creators. And that was ballsy to basically show up in a character mm-hmm. that what had only been around for about 
62 to 66. Yeah. Yeah. So like four years. Yeah. To, to basically make yourself known. Well, if you think about it, the, the turnaround these days, uh, when spider Gwen appeared, you had cosplayers real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Within 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, normally this kind of thing would be like, uh, like for like Brad when we were kids, right? Like this is something like our parents would take us to the mall for. Oh, mm-hmm. right, right, right. You yeah. know, I somewhere there's a picture of like, uh, like the six year old me with like, uh, like Boba Fett and Darth Vader from well, uh, a, yeah. a little cosplay story. Jonathan Frakes, Jr. from Star Trek: The Next Generation, Commander Riker. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of his first jobs was being Captain America, and he used yep. to go to Marvel events. Dressed as Captain America, so yeah. there's pictures of him out there dressed as Captain yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, um, I'm gonna put in the chat the YouTube link to the fan film because I oh, do have it. Um, but also I will say that um, Adam actually helped me our yeah daily daily panel of uh our panel of the day. Adam Shingle he he actually sent me the link to the fan film and told me that it looked a lot, you know, it looked very similar. And that's kind of where I went down the rabbit hole because I found the IMDb page to see that it was written and starred by uh, Don Glut. And this <laughs> is, it's a fan film, okay? Like, there is no money here. <laughs> no. But it is. Uh, I've never seen this. Let's take it a is, look. Oh. It is adorable. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. That shot looks like an inflatable Spidey. Oh, yeah, probably. Look, look at that. Yep, inflatable Oh, my God. <laughs> look at him go. But see, fan films like this also were very, very rare in 1969. Yes. So like this is this oh. is literally this is like the first of that's the just Captain Action or uh, what yeah, is that's what I was thinking. It's the Captain Action Captain figure, Action figure, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man oh. costume. Oh, I'll, I'll be honest. I think Don Glut might be like the 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 grandfather <laughs> of the nerds because man, Don Glut, grandfather of the nerds. Oh. I wonder. You know, oh, that, that is, well, that that is an amazing. Ready. I was about to say that is an amazing amount of uh, amazing. No way. Uh, uh, no journalistic, way. Hey. Uh, Joe uh, Robert. Amazing feat of journalism and reporting. Better so than a so-called professional reporter that I used to know. Oh, that's uh, uh, Mark Offer. Oh, right oh Jr. broke up. I oh. can't hear him. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> like I said, this this really mostly just came from the fact that like I found the IMDb page, and then when I saw that he had. That's so was cool. a really prolific writer. I was like, let's just see if he's got, you know, got a website. Yeah. And he did. And he had an email. And I was not expecting so him cool. to answer me so fast. I'm, I'm just assuming. I wasn't expecting you to send him that picture. <laughs> no. Oh, well, maybe Robbie just got shot. Oh, wow. oh no. Yeah. What, why is he taking Betty? I'm assuming that's Betty. I would take no. Betty. Betty. Okay, Betty's so it, it, is, it is not Betty. Um, basically, okay. this fan film is about a original villain called Dr. Lightning. Ooh, and cool. this... That was Dr. Lightning's daughter, and he's got to save the daughter and defeat Dr. Lightning. I love when they cut to the action figure. <laughs> you know oh. what? It's a fan film with not a lot of money. Yeah, and let me, let me this is precious. I love it. Stop motion. It's not motion. It looks about just as good as some Toho Godzilla movies. It really does. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at this. Adam, he's pulling him by by his short collar. Adam says this is better than the Mark Webb Spider-Man movie. (laughs) Grant says this is better than the Venom movie. (laughs) Honestly, Spider-Man is his own man here, so that this is already better than uh, than Homecoming. 
stand next to this giant air conditioner. Let me let me shoot this web from the top. <laughs> <of my room. laughs> Look, this oh. is it's a heartwarming tale of a fan that just wanted to be a fan. No, it it's, is. it's a heartwarming tale of Dr. Lightning's hot daughter. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's a heartwarming tale oh, of. Oh, look out. Oh, look out. Look out. Here we come. Oh, man. Coming out of the. Oh, who's this? What? Dr. Lightning. Dr. Lightning. Oh, let me put this into my pants. Actually, the special effects are better than the 1970s Nick Hammond series. This is this is a better Dr. Doom than we've gotten out of out of Fox. Okay, so let's see. I've got the daughter here, Dr. Lightning. What are we doing? Okay, let's see. I. I, I need to fully watch this because all I did was just glance through. Okay, so Spider-Man's not we near need, any buildings. He's out need, in the middle of the we desert. Need, we need more of Dr. Lightning's daughter. <laughs> in that, in that summer dress. Look at that. Yes. It's going to be a gorn. <laughs> I guess those boots weren't made oh, for look walking. At her point. <laughs> she does look like Nancy Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just want to see the action figures fight somebody. <laughs> Dr. Lightning is nonplussed. Look at this. Yeah. Okay, we're getting in the helicopter. Very animated for a mastermind. You gotta, yeah. be, you, gotta, you gotta be a little more cool. You gotta you gotta you gotta so, be a little key when you're when Lightning's you're in the back. Uh let me, oh oh Mr. Lightning's <laughs> driving. I get out of the car. <laughs> shoot somebody. Oh, gonna shoot hey. Spider-Man. Oh, ah. Hey son. <laughs> no, oh, oh. 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 Okay, oh, oh, I got you, son. Oh, oh, slow-mo Spidey jumping at you. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Style. yeah. That's all oh, we need to do that. This should be a Patreon exclusive. Oh, oh, we my, should god. oh my god. Oh. Lightning Last is about to shoot her own dad. Whoa. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh get, get it. Get it. Whoa. Oh, oh, this, oh, is oh, fight scene. this is some good fight choreography. Oh, get the face. Keep the pimp hand strong. Oh, oh, he's going to suffocate a guy. <laughs> oh, Mr. Lightning's coming at you with his ray gun. Oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> this guy. Oh. oh in the back. You know what, oh. though? You know what? To to make that particular, um, oh, like, to make that particular. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, baby. Like, Post-production post effect for a fan yeah. film? That's. That's pretty legit. I'll give it this to him. 66? 69. This is from 69. 69. Okay. Oh, Spidey's down. What's going to happen, guys? What's going to happen? Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. Dr. Doom, what are you doing? Oh, Spidey, roll over. Roll over. You all right, buddy? Oh. Why is what? She grabbing his butt? <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Oh, so spider, spider tracer. Oh, it's a spider tracer. He's gonna, right he's gonna throw it on. What is that? An El Torino? What is this? It's not a Hyundai or whatever we're talking about. Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> oh, that was reversed. That was that. Oh, he's yeah. out of there. It's just Spider Man and the daughter. All right, lady. Um, is he gonna swing with her? Leave you out he's here. He's gonna leave <laughs> 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 no way! What is he doing? This, this, would, <laughs> this would be so much funnier with farting. I mean, she has no food, no water. You know, it's like a 
There's like mountain you. lions up there. He's left her up there with cougars. Well, she can just kill herself. What's going this on? This would be awesome with yakety sacks in the background. <laughs> we need Mitchell, some Jerry Reed music, Jr. I keep waiting for Roscoe to be chasing this guy while you know thinking he's the Duke Boys or something. Michael Reed says Cannonball Run Spider-Man edition. Everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man! Hey. What is it? Oh, Spider Tracer's still in the car. Oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, oh, oh landed on a tr- in the desert again. Okay. okay, we're getting in the car. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Oh, the movie's almost over. Hold on. Okay. Oh, oh, he web shoots on the car. All right. And it- All right. Oh, he's pulling the car. Oh, pulling the car. Oh, Spider Man. What? what are you doing? Oh, Lifting oh, it up, apparently. Oh, that car! Right. Oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look, this is amazing. Let me just hold this car in this. <laughs> <laughs> this this took this was before the days of Amazon. This took a lot of work. Oh no doubt. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What the hell just came out of nowhere? This ends like a hammer film. Everything just explodes and the credits roll. Dr. Lightning has no chill. No, he doesn't. Oh. It's like hey. I'm so angry, I'm just gonna kill myself. You killed Was my, that my dad blowing himself up. Hey, oh. let me get that come back. Whoa. He's gonna kiss her? Oh, hold on. Oh no, YouTube, oh, no. No, YouTube, no, YouTube, YouTube, no, don't fail us. They're gonna kiss. Oh, oh, no. they're, they're gonna they're gonna cuddle. Are they're they gonna, gonna cuddle? That's, that's they're gonna sensible. Cuddle. That's oh, sensible. End it like that. That's that's how it ends. God oh. Almighty! Man, that is <laughs> awesome. you, you know the thing is though, there was yeah. more love and affection. Yes, in that film for Spider-Man yeah. than has been in the comics for ages. I was yeah. feeling I was feeling love and affection for for most of that. I tell you that. <laughs> Okay, that I, was absolutely I, awesome. I, Good I, fun, Kelly. I know that that sent me down a very strange rabbit hole okay, this, this afternoon, but I am I am so happy that I found fun. I found this scoop that that costume came out in 1966 and is one yeah. of the first photographed costumes of Spider Man by a fan ever. Audio listeners, you need to go watch the video on that one. <laughs> that one was fun. Uh, Devil Breaker says that was better than the Roger Corman f- Fantastic Four. There you go, Brad. That's that's our next Patreon. Is we uh, we do commentary for the for the, that film 12, we just for watched the, for, the, for the twelve minute. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, yeah. man. You know, yeah. it kind of looked like one of those old Republic serials. You know, because they, yeah. you know they're California. They would all go out in the desert. I mean, yeah. it was like yeah. it looked like the background of a bunch of old Republic serial films, like Spy Smasher or whatever. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the vibe it gave off. Anthony says for yeah. 69, that was an amazing film. It really uh, was. Like I said, I think everyone needs to go like look at the IMDb page of Donald F. Glut or Don Glut yeah, and see all all the work that he's done since 1966. Because that's when he started doing all of this. How about I send Don Glut a message and say, come on, let's talk about your 69 film. I think that'd be kind totally. of fun. Yeah, I can give you the Spider-Man website. Film. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, here bring on, says bring on lightning might- last. That might be my favorite part of the show. It's the 69 Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Did Don Glut was Don so Don Glut was Spider-Man, right? Yeah, so he starred and directed and I yeah. think wrote it for the most part. Yeah. Like this this is a legit true fan film. 
And Spider-Man says, knowing that he was a writer for Amazing Friends makes me love the cartoon even more. I, I agree. Yeah. So that's really cool. He wrote All a few right. That, that is the... Oh, no. I do have one more topic. Oh. I do have one more topic that I wanted to surprise <laughs> you. you all with. So I'll hold hand on. Oh. For impact. Oh, for impact. Let me see if I can pull it up. Are you going to sign it to me? No. Hell no. I'm not going <laughs> to sign it to you. <laughs> After that mess you just gave me... <laughs> Brandon, uh, hand sanitizer after that mess. I do not. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just posted it. Come on, Facebook, pull up. By the way, uh, Jr., your articles are up on Facebook. I bet every day at eight a.m., one of Jr.'s classic articles is posted on the front page. Yep. Of the crawl space, you're up to two thousand one year in review. I just put up there, Jr. So. Thank you very much. Probably. Although classic is a nice way of saying old and uh, out of date, right? <laughs> You're a classic, I, I, say, I say influential because I would not be the Spider-Man fan. I, I am without Spidey kicks, bud. Wow. Um, I so. want your reactions to this story. So you can get a third arm that can smash through walls and look like a doc, uh, female Ock. And you can do several different things with it. You could pick. It looks like you're coming, like okay. coming out of her butt. Okay, let's take a look at this uh, mechanical arm. This is like the great value we said in Facebook, Doc Ock, where it's just one arm. Three fingers gripper. But you got to have a dude over here operating the arm, which is kind of weird. Uh -huh. so well, take, here we go. Okay. High back drivability. Whoa, whoa, easy, easy. Whoa, 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 whoa. He doesn't okay. have one of those uh, web shooter sanitizers, does he? Holy cow. Uh, here you go. So is it the dude on the right controlling it? Like she's not doing that? Well, guess... you saw what happened in Spider-Man 2 with the inhibitor chip. Yeah. yeah it's too go. dangerous. You, easy for fruit and vegetable picking. <laughs> that, this well, is so much more efficient. So the thing is, is I think... It's they're trying to make the actual robotic arms, and this is just this is a really heavy early yeah. prototype. No, they are, but we're still going to make fun of it because oh, it's yeah. in a house of with it too. Yes, like if you're really tall up on a ladder, you could run a joystick and hold on to the ladder for dear life and paint. Or if you're in the shop, oh here, what are we here, doing here? Here we go. Oh, uh, is that a uh, saw? Big is, oh no! This thing's about this thing's about to kill somebody. Oh no! Oh. Hand me that screwdriver. That, that could have gone bad fast. Okay, what else is she grabbing? Oh, the sander. Okay, the grinder. It's all. It's all funny games. I don't know. Game? I don't know how I feel about a uh, robotic arm um, grabbing power tools. Okay, it's all funny games until a man dies. <laughs> okay, what does that do? Oh, you're gonna punch. Oh, punch, punch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my god. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> when you're whoa. when you're upset with the project. Whoa. Are they trying to warn us? Is this oh, a message? Oh, give him a fist bump. What? What, what is All it? Right. Dying now? What is this? It's right. like playing tennis. Oh, <laughs> right. It's badminton, Brad. Uh, oh, it fist keeps fist bumping. So, a collaboration between these three. Okay, so what do you guys think of that? We rushing out to buy that thing? Well, also wasting time. time. I've seen Terminator. I know where this goes. Yeah. 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 
Oh, good. We get to watch it again. At some point, <laughs> yeah, apparently. At, at some point before the robots execute us, we're going to be sitting there thinking, you know, we should have stopped them at uh, Power mm -hmm. Arm. You know, yeah. I like it better than the robot that runs. That yeah. one. For oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Or the robot cattle. Well, how do we get it? Some hand sanitizer. We have the robot that runs. Why is this all of a sudden the, the thing that we're going to be focusing on? The robot that runs is like way beyond because, eventually a, they're gonna, an arm that somebody else controls for you. Yeah, because eventually they're going to strap the arm to the robot that runs. <laughs> just, just be glad. Just be glad. Imagine running at you swinging. <laughs> just be glad that we don't have robots that bark. You know? Oh, my God. Here, I want to see the fighting again before we wrap this. Up. <laughs> I want to see hitting the wall with this thing. Okay. Oh man. How okay, much so, does it take to power this thing? So, so who wins, the Don Glut Spider-Man or this thing? This, this like a Doc Rock uh, version of this thing. I go Don Glut. Yeah. Don Glut was awesome. Don Glut has the power of editing on his side, so it's true. Auto Octavius Industries just took a big hit in the PS4 game. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, all right, let's go. Final thoughts for everybody. George, final thoughts. I'll be asleep in five minutes. All right. <laughs> uh, we got Ashley. Final thoughts. Uh, good to be back in the swing of things again. Ah, get it swing because it's spider. <laughs> any any it's final dog puns, Ashley? No. Um, no. No. I'll, no. I'll work on it. Okay. I'll work right. on it. JR, final thoughts, sir. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to get assigned to talk about next time and how I'll do it. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, not so dirty. JR's gone. I did not, go back and play the tape. I, I did not say anything. Mm. Nothing. You're, it's okay. our minds, not, not JR's. That's right. It's your problem, not mine, that mm. you read more into it than I intended. Speaking of problems, we got Dark Mark. Final thoughts. <laughs> That's not, not fair. I'll just give Mark a hard time. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Kelly she can have uh, the cobwebs any month. She wants to go in more detail on that uh, Donald Glut film. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She can write it up. Have it. Fun. And uh, Kelly, final thoughts. I am just excited. I got to share breaking news. I don't think you it's. Did. I'm ever going to top that for Spider News. So. Pretty awesome. <laughs> no, um, fine. Oh, also, also, Gogs just want to have fun. No. Hey. No. No. Uh, also, uh, if you all are interested, Kelly and I are going to do this coming yeah. up on July twenty seventh. We've got Ron. That says June. I'm sorry, June twenty seventh. <laughs> sorry. Everyone's going to show up a month late. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> We've got uh, Spider Girls Fathers. We got Tom DeFalco, Ron Prince, and Sal Buscema coming on the show live. You guys can ask them questions, and uh, we will uh, send them there. As a, as a bald guy, I respect the uh, I, res I respect the DeFalco's new do there. I do too. DeFalco's looking great. He's got a good, got a good sheen too. on that. Look at that, Brad. It's Look at that. It's, it's that uh, it's that like semi-retired life. Right? Yeah, no. That's a, that's a good look for Tom. Do you see what Friends is wearing? He's wearing a Spider-Girl shirt under there. He is. I, I got to wear, uh, yeah. if I don't dress in costume, I should wear my blue one. Because he's he sent me photos of everybody on the, the team wearing that black shirt. That's awesome. And, I, and DeFalco is wearing a, a Peter Porker shirt, which he created. 
He did? He wrote, he wrote that Marvel Tales issue in 83. So anyway, if you want to join uh, the live stream June 27th, Kelly and I will interview those three spider legends. Yeah, come see me uh, get so flabbergasted I can't speak straight because that's probably what's going to happen. Dog got your tongue. <laughs> dog will have my dog. There it is. I knew you had it. No. I knew you had it, Ashley. No. <laughs> All right. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy Gog in vain. <laughs> All right, let's no. go around the horn. If that's the case, we're all going to hell. Mark, you got one. God, God got your tongue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do I have one? What? No. I, yeah, God got my tongue. No gogs. Okay. Georgie, would you like one? You're so disgusted. You probably got three that you were sitting on. Do you have I'll, any more Jeff Gogblum quotes for us? I'll, I'll, ah. I'll slap you all. <laughs> I don't want to go, but we gotta go. All right. Oh, you know, say you gotta turn the other gog. Turn the no. other gog. Oh no, that's weak. No. <laughs> Ashley, you're no, you're not better than that. No. May God be with you all. All right. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.